Welcome back to First Gen Table Talks with Eileen Rivera. This episode is all about getting to know a resource that is very special to me and should be to you. This resource has helped me answer questions I didn't even know I had when I first transferred to Tech. They are made up of a wonderful team of advisors who advocate and want to see us succeed. They have provided me with countless opportunities and with the stability that I needed in order to achieve academic excellence as a first-generation student. The Student Support Services, or SSS, is a resource that any and every first-generation student must get to know. I hope this episode helps you see the benefits that the Student Support Services have to offer. As this episode's special guest, we have Lindsay Reedmuller, who is the Assistant Director of TRIO Student Support Services, as well as an advisor for them. If you could please introduce yourself. Hi there, I am Lindsay Reed Miller, and um, I've been with the TRIO Student Support Services Office since 2011. So I started out my freshman year at Arkansas Tech University back in 2004, and when I started at Tech, I thought I wanted to be an art teacher. I loved art. I had great art class experiences in high school, so I just knew that's what I wanted to do. I loved my art classes in college, but as I went further along and got closer to graduation, I realized I only want to be an art teacher at my home school, like my my alma mater. I was like, I'm not really interested in being an art teacher anywhere else. So I thought that's not great career aspirations for myself. I'm not really expanding my opportunities. So I thought, well, what can I do? I switched around to graphic design, and then I switched to, I think I switched to graphic design was the first major change I made. And then I decided I don't want to do graphic design forever, um, at least not as a career, because I thought, you know, I really don't like creating art for other people based on what their criteria is. I just like art as a hobby. (laughs) So... I changed to general studies with emphasis in fine arts and graphic design. And um, sometimes I think back, I'm like, man, I should have just finished my art degree. You know, a general studies degree didn't feel quite final, but that's okay. I finished my degree. I was still really proud because I was a first-gen student myself, and that was a really big deal for my family. So I finished uh, my bachelor's degree, and then a few months later, I got my first job at Arkansas Tech University. I um, applied for a position as a secretary one. That's actually what they called it back then. They don't usually use that terminology anymore. But I was a secretary one in the college student personnel department. They're a master's program now known as Student Affairs Administration, which prepares professionals to work in the higher education setting. So working in college. And I thought, well, I like my job here at Arkansas Tech. I'd like to stay here long term, so it makes sense to continue on and get a master's and get a little job security. So I got my master's degree in in CSP, or now SAA, and my first job outside of uh, my secretary position was this TRIO Student Support Services Advisor position. That's how I started. Um, was an advisor, and then um, just recently in this past year, I advanced to assistant director. So, um, trying to think if I shared anything else about my past. <laughs> no, you're good. And now we're going to go into the quote that I want to share with you all today, and it is that education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world by Nelson Mandela. Okay, so the first question I have for you is, can you explain what TRIO SSS is? Gladly. 
TRIO Student Support Services is a federally funded grant program here on campus that serves students who are from disadvantaged backgrounds. And by that, I mean statistically and historically, studies have shown that they're least likely to graduate with a bachelor's degree. The students that we serve could fit under three different criteria. You could either be a first-generation college student, which means neither parent has a bachelor's degree. You could qualify based on low income, which normally we look at your FAFSA information or we might have to look at tax information, or you might qualify based on having a physical or learning disability. So as long as a student is at least one of those three, then they could qualify for services in our program and they can apply for our services by filling out an online application. Our website is atu.edu slash SSS and there are a couple of different SSS programs we have here on campus. The regular SSS program is the one we started with back in 2011 and so we differentiate that from our new SSS program which is called Teacher Prep Student Support Services and they only serve education majors. So they give pretty much all the same services but a little extra stuff for education majors that like preparing for taking the praxis exam, um, you know, maybe learning some specific skills that are um, unique to teachers alone. So as far as becoming a part of the TRIO program, you just fill out the application. You have to be a U.S. citizen or a permanent resident. Once a student has submitted an application, they will be reached out to by our office by email typically. And so then we will contact the student, schedule a brief informal interview with our director, and we will get an understanding of what kind of services would benefit that student the most, how could we serve them, um, what kinds of help do they need, and then we will give them an admissions decision. So the reason students have to apply is because we are, as I mentioned before, we're a federally funded program and the federal government gives us a certain capacity of students that we can serve. We only have enough funding to serve a, a set number. So for each of our SSS programs, that number is 140. So 140 for our regular SSS, 140 for our teacher prep program. So 280 overall, and we are accepting applications all year round. We don't have deadlines. In fact, we might even have a wait list going sometimes when our, our numbers get full because we want to continue accepting applications and serving students. Thank you. Could you explain what you guys do within SSS? What we do? Okay, there's so much that we do. So first of all, students that are admitted to our program will be assigned a TRIO SSS advisor. Mm -hmm. So each advisor serves you know, a caseload of students that may be around 70-ish students per advisor. And um, so students will have an advisor where they can ask all kinds of different questions or get guidance like academic advice, maybe even career guidance or advice. Um, it could be financial aid guidance. We get lots of financial aid questions. Um, sometimes it's just personal advice. You know, sometimes when we're first generation, we've got questions or we don't know what questions to ask. And so that's what our advisors can help with. We also can help with serving through workshops. So we do provide some like 30 minute to maybe 45 minute long small group sessions where students can learn some new 
skills, whether that's maybe academic skills like learning how to manage your time in college or maybe some study methods that would be helpful. We also have workshops that could help with financial literacy. So maybe what's it like creating a budget or how can I apply for scholarships? How do I hunt for scholarships? And then we also have some career related workshops like help me prepare for an interview or how do I develop my resume? What are some great ways that I can build up my network so I can have great recommendation letters? from my professors. You know, those are that's just a small sampling of topics, but we often will take some recommendations from our students saying, what do you want to learn? And we'll see if we can throw that in and, and you know, we'll figure out the best information that we can get for you And because we want students to enjoy the workshops. Besides advisors workshops, we do have some different resources physically in our space. Mm-hmm. So we've got a computer lab that's free printing. Oh, please, like, let's snap our fingers for free printing. Yes, I love it. That yes. is something that I use all the time. Yes. <laughs> so when we say free printing, that's, you know, when you go to the library, typically you're charged through like a library account. You've got 20 bucks to spend for the semester. You know, they charge 10 cents per page or 30 cents if it's color because they've got to, you know, pay for their upkeep. But since the federal government has paid for our program, students can print for free pretty much as as much as they want in color or, you know, black and white. So we've got a little computer lab. We have a few study rooms that are private study rooms for students. We have Mm -hmm. our own tutors in our office. We've got um, just open study space. You know, students can come in and study and things like that. We've got a textbook library that can be used for um, borrowing some textbooks on a temporary basis. And we can also you have, tell me about your textbook library? I would be delighted to. So our textbook library is not intended to prevent students from buying their textbooks, but there are some situations where the textbook library has become really helpful for students. So, for example, sometimes if a student maybe is running late getting their FAFSA in or they're they're running late turning in documents for financial aid for whatever reason, you know, financial aid things sometimes can be a little bit confusing for students, so their financial aid ends up coming in later than expected. Mm-hmm. And some students are counting on a refund check from their financial aid in order to help them do things like buy books or supplies for school. So when some of those students have started classes at the beginning of the semester and those those funds haven't quite come in yet, they can't buy their books. And so they're running behind on their assignments. Well, we don't let that happen. We say, you know what, we've got books. You can come in and check out our books, keep up with your assignments. We don't want you getting behind. Um, So that's where that comes in. And we also have our tutors use the textbook library as a resource. If a student has a class that maybe rarely uses the textbook and they don't necessarily want to buy it because, you know, it's expensive, mm-hmm. you know, we just let them know, hey, it's a temporary checkout. You can you can borrow the textbook, but, you know, come check back in with that on the next day or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. I know I've been using my United Nations textbook from you guys, and it has saved me so much. Yes! Especially because it is a class that, like, Mm -hmm. you interact so heavily with the textbook, and without you guys, I would not have had a textbook in time to, like, even start that class or anything else. Because I checked everywhere, and even the library didn't have that textbook. So their library stuff is really helpful, I will say that, you guys. (laughs) 
So what are some other workshops that you've seen that have helped students as far as like financial literacy? Mm-hmm. And I think you guys did one for apartments or something like budgeting when living on your own. Yeah, we do some kind of like adulting type things where mm-hmm. we're like we've done like a life after college workshop where it's like what kinds of things can you expect when you're out on your own? And it may not necessarily be, you know, just after college. It may just be like when you are getting your apartment. Um what, what kinds of bills can I expect? What kinds of unexpected expenses, things like that? So we can help students with, you know, sometimes there's just not just apartments or living things, but job things. Mm-hmm. Like I have to fill out paperwork with HR and I don't know what boxes to check. And they're asking me about healthcare plans. They're asking me about 401ks and which plans to select. And I don't know. So <laughs> those are some things that we like to help you know prepare students for other financial literacies I get excited about um, we've got a sewing and saving workshop that we've been really um, had some good feedback on students are learning some basic sewing skills so that whenever they have maybe a back strap, backpack strap break or you know a rip in their jeans or something like that they don't have to run out and buy new materials save what you got, save Mm -hmm. your money, get through the semester, you know, you can maybe save some dollars by by learning a little sewing skills. Yeah. So what do you think is the biggest reason that you guys see students come into the SSS office? So first of all, we barely have to do any kind of like, we don't have to do tabling too much, although we try to because we still want our Um, our office to get out there and be visible we are mostly word of mouth students tell their friends about us because they're getting the services that they want and what they need so let me see the things that they come in for the most a lot of it is either financial aid guidance or tutoring for our teacher prep program it's definitely for praxis help because the Praxis is a standardized state exam that they have to pass in order to become a licensed teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's an intimidating test. So they definitely want the extra resources and support to be able to take that. Do you have any student workers? We have tutors. So these are peer mm-hmm. tutors in our office, not technically what would be a traditional student worker. But um, we typically have uh, around seven, eight, or nine tutors, just depending on what um, subjects or availability is going on, but our tutors are students here at Tech. They're undergrads. We typically hire juniors and seniors. Um, Sometimes we'll get sophomores in there depending on their academic history and grades, but our tutors do have to have a little bit of a higher standard. We do ask them to have a minimum 3.0 GPA. Um, and then they have to have A's in the subjects that they tutor. So they don't have to tutor every subject, but they definitely need to be able to tutor in at least um, like a college algebra mm-hmm. and um, like comp one and two, and then some of their major classes. Um, you know, they don't have to be a straight A student, but depending on our student needs, like maybe we've got a high population of students that need help in chemistry. Well, then we need tutors that have A's in chemistry. So, so what do you? What would you say that um, most of your services that are offered are these services all free to students that come in that are part of Trio SSS? Yes. Or teacher prep. So all students that are admitted to our program 
get all of our services 100% free. They never pay a dime for anything. So they can come and use all of our resources. They can go on trips with us. They can go home with resources that we've given them from workshops and things because we do like to give free giveaways Mm -hmm. whenever we're doing these workshops. And um, we like to try and give them good stuff, not dinky little, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you get a stress ball and that's it. No way. We like to try and up it, so... (laughs) Can you tell me about your field trips that you guys take? Absolutely. That's one of my favorite things that we get to do. So we call them cultural enrichment trips. And the reason that is built into TRIO SSS programs is because when you think about low-income students or first-gen students, typically they come from backgrounds that maybe they just didn't get a large cultural view of the world they just they didn't go on a lot of family vacations you know financial reasons I know I didn't yeah I I didn't either maybe went camping but even that was super rare Um, (laughs) but they don't get to you know they don't get that exposure to things outside of their little bubble so cultural enrichment trips give that opportunity for um, students and staff to be able to have new experiences and kind of expand their worldview so some examples of that could be going to museums So, for example, we might go to an art museum and pair that up with a group painting experience. We have been on like a train ride through Northwest Arkansas. We like to go do some different team building activities with the Arkansas 4-H Center. And so we've done some high ropes courses and things like that. It sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It's really fun and it challenges students to kind of expand their boundaries. Of course, we never force students to do something they're uncomfortable with, but... We're planning to go to Arkansas Outdoor School this semester where students will get to experience archery and canoeing and um, some team building challenges and things like that. Um, We've been to some historic sites. I mean, you know, we've been some really amazing places that students always get to enjoy and it's completely free to students. We provide the transportation, we pay for their meals. Oh, I love going to see theatrical performances. Some of my favorite performances that we've taken students to are like the Lion King. Mm. That's a big one. We saw Wicked. Um, We've seen Trans-Siberian Orchestra lots of different shows and so um, we love getting to take students to these experiences because most of the time they're new experiences for the students Mm -hmm. and honestly they're usually new experiences for the staff too because we're all from those low-income first-gen backgrounds and these are just things we never were exposed to before either thank you so much for sharing that um Could you also expand on some advice that you would want to give any first-generation students who are seeking out any kind of resources such as yours here at ATU? I was really scared to ask for help when I was, well, mostly a freshman. Pretty much all through my college career, though, I just, I liked to figure things out on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were so many questions I didn't know to ask. So my recommendation is get connected on campus, whether that's um, you know going directly to an office for questions or to your professor's office hours. You know, getting involved on campus and attending campus events can also be a really huge um, benefit to you because you're going to meet other students who will tell you about these different resources and tell you what their experiences are with those. So you know, maybe if you don't start out going to those resources. But then you hear from friends about the kinds of things they can do with those. I would say get involved on campus. 
or at least just use your resources. Don't struggle on your own if you don't have to. You know, if you feel like, you know, I'll figure it out if I just work hard enough. Well, why would you make yourself work harder if you didn't have to? You know, mm-hmm. you can you can get tutoring, you can have a writing lab assistant help you, you could have tutors or you can have trio student support services. There's so many resources on the campus that are really built to help students succeed. And if they don't reach out to those resources, they're typically scrambling around on their own, trying to just make it. And it doesn't really have to be that hard. Thank you so much. Could you share with us where your office is, what your hours of operations are, and your social media handle? Absolutely. So we are located in the Brown Building, the RCB third floor in room 345. So we're called Student Support Services. A lot of us, or a lot of students call us the TRIO office. Well, let me give you my handle. It's at ATU Trio SSS. So that's our, if you find us on Instagram or Facebook, you can use that. But I'm going to back up and let you know that we're not the only Trio programs on campus. Um, we're Trio Student Support Services, but you might hear about other Trio programs such as Upward Bound. Upward Bound is on campus in the same floor that we are, but they serve high school students. So, you know, tech students typically won't benefit from that, but maybe they came from an Upward Bound program and we would love to have them continue in TRIO SSS. There's also a TRIO Veterans Services. So, I'm sorry, that's an Upward Bound Veterans. And so they help veterans get into college. So those TRIO programs are not typically, you know, gonna be the fit for the students that are currently at ATU. But just so you know, we're more, there's more than one TRIO program on campus. Thank you so much for coming here on this podcast. For those of you that don't know, Lindsay is my advisor and she has helped me so, so much here at my time at Tech. Mm. She's amazing and she's not kidding whenever she means you guys can go in there and ask for any kind of advice. She has saved me so much for especially like double majoring here at Tech with a minor. She's made sure I'm always in the right classes. She's helped me so much more than my academic advisor. She makes sure that I'm prepared whenever I go into meetings with him Mm -hmm. and make sure that I know what I'm talking about and I know what questions to ask and what classes to get in and just what's making sure those schedules work for me and the kind of person that I am. So I definitely would recommend if you fit into the categories to apply for TRIO SSS services, you definitely should. Please look them up. They are amazing. I love them. We hope to see you guys around so much. Please be sure to check out our social media platforms. We are on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we are at ATU First Gen. And on Facebook, we are Arkansas Tech University's First Gen Student Experience. On campus, we are in Doc Bryan 171. Don't be scared to pop in. Mm-hmm.